Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is The Podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books we read and want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day, working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. Yeah, and today uh, we want to discuss higher education and education in general. I think. Yeah, education in general, schooling. I think it was last week or two weeks ago that, that you've... You started going into this rant on university. Yeah. There's, I, I just had to stop you. Yeah. So, um, judging from from what you said, you had uh, as notes and things that are coming up, <laughs> you know, on my mind, this might be uh, like a series of episodes um, instead yeah. of just one. That, that's going to be more than one. Yeah. So, um, so let's start uh, with the basics. So, um, the, the the schooling system is like this: that you go to primary school. Then you go to the secondary school and then you go to college. Like this is like the way that all the parents would like their children to go. And then you get a good job and then, and then you retire and then whatever. So um, so that's the that's the uh, paradigm. And um, in my case, in my case, it was like this. I went to uh, primary school. I went to the secondary school with English. And already there I was you know, practicing English a lot. English was the language of instruction. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I wanted to go to college, but I was d- deciding whether to go to technical co- university or the university. Mm-hmm. My parents and everybody in my family are engineers. So everybody was like pretty much sure that I would, I would go to the technical university where I applied. But uh, in the end, I um, I chose the university and studied business instead of electronics, computer science, and things like that. Uh, I was pretty much into computer science, but it was uh, but but for me it was more like a hobby than than anything else. And I was afraid that my math skills and my technical skills won't be enough for for the university for technical university. So I went to the university to 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 study business, which basically means uh, lots of free time. Because the business <laughs> business faculty is like really, yeah, very like very light. It's really. I, mean, I, I believe the 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 name in Polish is something like marketing and management. Yeah, the name which... is marketing and management. Yeah, but we would call it the the faculty of 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 happiness and playgrounds. Like we would call it yeah, something, so like, something that. like that. So, yeah. So uh, so this was <laughs> this was the the other official name which we used. So lots of partying, which was good. But in the end, um, for me for me the good thing about it was that I had time. To, to develop my programming skills in the afternoons. So I was mm. <laughs> learning to code. And on the other hand, I was learning new languages. So I was studying Spanish. I already knew German, so I was studying Spanish. So I was studying languages and other things like that uh, instead of just, you know, just focusing on the college career. Um, but even there, I mean, I was pretty okay. And then after two years of, 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 uh, of this, I, um, I managed to uh, convince uh, my university to, to let me go to German university to study for a year. And I, I convinced the German university to accept me as a guest student. So I went to study in Germany because I spoke German already and I wanted to study abroad. Like I wanted to study abroad from the very beginning, but I just couldn't get it in the first year. So um, I went to study in Germany. In Germany, I uh, I convinced them to become a full-time student there. And from there, they sent me to, uh, on an Erasmus exchange program for the fourth year, they sent me to Spain, where I studied for a year. So, mm-hmm. uh, and after that, um, I wrote my thesis in English. I defended it in Germany first, and then I defended it in, uh, in Poland. And uh, this is how I got my two degrees. So I have the German degree and the uh, Polish degree. Uh, I, I thought it was Spanish degree. 
No, no, I, uh, I was writing the thesis when I was in Spain uh, under the supervision of a Spanish professor, but, uh, but huh. because I was an Erasmus exchange student and I was formerly a German student in the, on the German university and Polish university. So I first did, um, did uh, so I had to defend the thesis in Germany. So I went back to Germany. It was actually a funny story because the thesis was in English and mm -hmm. the whole thing was, my presentation was in English. But the professors knew that I spoke German, so they asked me all the questions in German, which was really nice because, uh, not nice, because I had to come up with, you know, um, uh, language, I mean, you know, the, 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 the words, uh, oh. it, like on the fly, you know, <laughs> because I had, I had all the, you know, every vocabulary I had in English, because my thesis was in English, yeah. and suddenly I had to come up with German vocabulary for things I was, I was describing in English. So it was, uh, I was a little bit sweaty. Uh, so it was, uh, but I, it was fine. Uh, I, I got it. And then uh, in Poland, I also did the, the, uh, the whole thing in English. Mm -hmm. They let me do it. And, uh, and that's it. And then I started, uh, I finished my college, but I never finished learning because uh, of the life. Life is learning. But, but yeah, that was my college life. So, so you spent five years in university, two of which abroad, is that correct? Yeah, five years, two of which were abroad. So the first two years in Poland, uh, third year in Germany, fourth year in Spain, and fifth year in Poland, uh, like, yeah, in Poland, uh, finishing things up and then going to Germany to defend and then going to Poland to defend. So, so you were a pretty serious student. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know I, and I really, like, I really took advantage of, all, of the whole thing. So first of all, I traveled a lot. I, yeah. you know, I learned languages. I partied a lot. So I really got the, 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 the student life there. And because it was, again, marketing and management, I had even time to learn how to code and, you know, and develop like kind of business skills and work on my first apps, which failed. So, um, so I had, so I was really a full-time student with, uh, with lots of cool ideas uh, on the side. So yeah, I really took advantage of the time. But but then after that you you didn't uh, do what you're supposed to do you, you you didn't continue taking the traditional path you didn't go to work for the man um, yeah exactly it, it was it was really uh, disappointing for many people I mean pe people were just saying mm -hmm. Michael now you speak so many, so many languages you have two fact you know you have two faculty degrees you know in one foreign and one you know local uh, you, it's a you have good CV you know you should apply to the big you know companies in Warsaw and stuff and I was like. I wrote my thesis on teleworking. I mean, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> uh, now, after I wrote my thesis on teleworking, I'm, I'm supposed to go to a cubicle? <laughs> you know, just yeah. <laughs> not really. And then I set up my company. So, uh, um, so it was. So, in in this sense, a uh, very good question. I I I was disappointing many people because um, first, mm. most of my family was disappointed. I went the easy route to go to the university and study business instead of you know study proper technical degree. So it was the first thing that I did. Of course, when I started, you know, traveling to Germany and Spain, they were like, oh, hmm, so Michael is actually doing something uh, <laughs> with his life. So, um, so it was the first thing. And second thing was, yeah, that I didn't get a job. I, I set up my company. And for many people, it was, again, uh, also in my family and in my, you know, close, uh, close circle was like, you know, this is not what I sh was supposed to be doing. But... Really, again, I wrote my thesis on teleworking. So after this, like, yeah. you know, Te no teleworking office. is the is the two thousand three way of saying remote work. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, putting aside the, the things you're going to rant on, um, yeah, it seems like like overall you're you're pretty happy with uh, with with college, with going to university. That you had a, overall a really good experience. I had really good time. Uh, this is true. I mean, uh, I, I had the whole 
thing, the whole package. So really, as I said, I was studying quite a lot. I was uh, uh, learning new things, so new skills, and I was partying a lot. So and traveling, and you know, meeting new people. So I had the whole you know enchilada, the whole the whole thing, and. The good thing about being a student is that you're already an adult, so you're, you know, you're 18, 19, then 20, and even 21. You're an adult, but nobody treats you like one because you're a student, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So, yeah. so in this sense, you can still do stupid stuff, and like you're just a student, so like nobody really treats you seriously. <laughs> so uh, this has its That's perks, true. you know. Yeah, you can true. really get away with lots of lots of things um so that's why that's why for me the college time was really good i mean really i i met lots of people you know i traveled and and things and so and i you know learned stuff and um yeah so for me yeah that's that's why i when i was you know talking to you about it which we'll come to in a second uh i wanted to you know say this this part that for me the whole enchilada the whole thing of being a student was just fun it was just fun and, and of course when i had to go you know to germany to be alone, you know, uh, if, you know, cater for myself and 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 you know, not live with 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 parents uh, because the whole my life I was living with my parents, so right. uh, was was a new thing for me. And then go to Spain, so you know, three thousand kilometers away from my parents, even so, there was really no chance for me to visit them on a weekend or something. So, so this kind of experiences also, you know, helped me, you know, to shape my you know independence and you know things like that. That's awesome, Michael. Um, though I I, I sense that. Uh, Yours is probably a rather unusual experience of, of college because that's true. You know, I'm I'm 21. I I have a lot of friends in college, and uh, most of them are not as enthusiastic as you are, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and I did not go to university, right? So, like my my experience is 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 very very different from from yours. Um, I mean, I already. Pretty much at the beginning of of high school, there was like I was pretty pretty sure that I'm I'm not going to to college, uh, and I didn't. And in in high school, I was already um, working. First, I was I was doing a, a bunch of like side projects, like uh, a few like um, client client projects, and then I started doing uh, some stuff for for you for Nosby. Exactly. Um, and then. After I, I finished high school, you tried to convince me to go to college, uh, but you failed, um, <laughs> and so I, I, I didn't. Um, and I, I, I think I briefly mentioned this in the past, but but to me, um, to me it was you know I, I sensed that um, I, I I really don't have anything to learn in there. Like yeah, as far as as far as far as like education itself, like learning is concerned, uh, I'm really not not going to get much out of out of college because like I, I wasn't interested in 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 studying something completely different. Like if I went to college, it would be computer science, but I've already been at that point coding for you know how how however many years, and I I I knew that in in Polish universities, I'm just like. The things they they'll teach you like it's either simple or outdated or not useful at all. And in the, in this job, you have to be self self learner anyway. And most of what I would get is a lot of like higher math, which probably is not going to be very useful for me. And when it is, you know, I'm pretty sure I I can learn it too. Um. So so that wasn't compelling to me. Uh. I I knew that. I wouldn't have much to learn there, 
I knew that I, I wouldn't enjoy it very much, probably, because I, I just, I knew that even though university is somewhat different than uh, than high school, to much extent, it's still like the, the same kind of paradigm. Um, and, and that to me, like, was very, very, uh, uh, very exhausting in high school because, because just of my personality, like, I, I, I can't, um, I can't take, like, uh, getting assigned arbitrary tasks, which make no, no sense. Like, I, I'm, my, my tolerance for bullshit is, is very low. And, and so I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I could take it. And I knew <laughs> I, I didn't need it. Like, I also knew that in this, uh, in my field, n- no one really cares about your degree as for as long as you have skills, um, and I feel pretty confident about that. Yeah. So uh, just uh, chip in here, like so. You're right. My experience wasn't very um, normal, so I was really yeah. doing things my way, and uh, I have also a, a friend to thank. I'm not. I'm not sure if he's a listener to our podcast, but I'm going to ask him to listen to this one. Michał Jaskulski. He's a, a very good friend of mine, and he was also doing stuff on the side. He had already his company uh, founded, and um, when we were both studying, we were both in the same group and doing the same faculty. And um, and he would always remind me when I would just sometimes I would just fall back into this you know university kind of thinking like the orthodox kind of thinking and he would always shake me off you know he would always yeah. tell me you know Michael just look at this so I remember this one situation when one of our friends aced an accounting uh, degree there was accounting you know accounting um, a class and he aced it he like he just got max points and we barely passed it both of us yeah. And then I was like, you know, Michael, because he's also Michael. So I was like, you know, Michael, um, look at this guy. He ate this this thing. I mean, whoa, uh, what did we do wrong? And he and he, he just looked at me and called me and said, nothing. In the future, we'll just hire this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, really, yeah. I, I, I liked his attitude. So he was really, you know, helping me just think out of the box all the time. You know, he was just kind of challenging me as well. I was challenging myself, but he was challenging me as well. And it was really helpful. Um, and then and from my story, you can see that, like, I did none of the traditional things. I mean, like, no, normally you don't leave your university, go abroad and then go again and, you know, things like that. So, yeah. So in this way, I was, I was but I was challenged and I had good, good friends around. So that also helped. Yeah, in high school, I was always more proud of of the C's I got with 0% of the effort than the A's I got with 100% of the effort. Exactly. (laughs) No, I I mean, you know, if you did go to college and you you really did it well, you know, playing it by your rules. Uh, But I I just felt like, okay, so, you know, it's nice that... uh, Because you you told me this story back then, like, trying to to convince me... um, I was like, okay, like it's nice, like you get to you get to travel and learn languages and do a bunch of stuff, do things on the side. But I was like, I can do those things, but I don't have to go to college to do them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll just take the cool things. <laughs> yeah. And not care about the rest. Um, still right. though, like one one aspect of 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 uh, of college that uh, I I thought a lot, uh, especially at the beginning was you know just like in in school really the, the there's a there's a social aspect to it as well like yeah. you, you get to meet a lot of people and if you study the same things there there's a good chance they're going to be like-minded people and like uh, the you know in in like kind of pop culture you know american pop culture there, there's always this like strong meme of you know like you you make like friendships for the rest of your life in college like there it's this like best years of of your life 
Uh, so for for the last you know three years at, at this point almost, I I had I had a a like strong recurring like uh, FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. That mm-hmm. you know maybe it was the worst decision I made. But then like I'm I'm talking with with so many of of my peers and 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 I don't see it. And like the the longer it it goes, the the more I I'm convinced that I did the right choice. Um, I'm not saying everyone should do what I did, but like for me that I did, did did the right choice because I'm I'm like listening to their stories. I'm listening to the things they're learning, the things they're doing. Um, and there's none of that. And I'm, I'm looking for something else. Like maybe they're having, you know, great experience and, and, you know, partying a lot and, you know, made so many awesome new friends, but I rarely see that too. It's like, <laughs> there's no time for partying. You got to study math. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, you know, instead of like, oh, look how many awesome people I've met, it's, it's more negative, like, oh, you know, those are like all these assholes, you know, <laughs> whatever. So um, I, I'm more and more convinced that even though you, you know, it worked out really well for you, that it's, it's not necessarily a, a representative experience. And well, it, it's more likely than not that I wouldn't enjoy it and I wouldn't get the same things out of it that you did. That's true. Uh, but uh, so one of the aspects that still you, uh, you have to look at and we look at when we try to um, uh, persuade companies and people to start, you know, using GTD apps like Nosby or start using communicating through tasks and start not putting people in cubicles or open spaces and things like that. There is lots of traditional thinking still in the world. And yeah. one of the aspects of not going to the university is that you... Um, like you might be cut out, like in theory, you might be cut out uh, from, for example, certain jobs because the like the official requirement would be a university degree, and yeah. when you don't have it, like you're just not even you cannot even apply. So that's that's one of the one of the things that is still like has to has to be mentioned that it's like, as a practical you know um, situation. Like in your case, because you're anyway a self-made man uh, in this way, and uh, in my com- in my company we don't care about that. No. Um, I mean the, the official degree. So uh, and more and more companies I like that because what they care about is are your skills uh, are your skills. So uh, so so it's not that big of a deal in this industry, but in many yes. industries like still there is this official requirement that might just you know. Catch you out. Yeah, I, I agree, and I even have a like like personal um, connection to that. Uh, like I, at at one point, I mean, you you know that I'm 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 really into rocketry, and I'm, I'm building my own model rocket and stuff stuff like yeah. that. And at at one point, I mean, there was a, last year, I, I think I I had this um, thought experiment. Like, uh-huh. what if I I wanted to work at SpaceX or so? You know, like <laughs> what if what if I get bored with programming and you know the software industry. I want to build real rockets instead. I want to be a rocket scientist. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's just not happening. Uh, and I mean, like, like first of all, I, I don't think I would, I would, I would enjoy it that much. Like the the reality of it is is um, much is, more boring than what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Because like in, in software, you have this like quick feedback loop. You can like experiment. You can like blow blow things up. Like in rocketry. Like you really don't want to blow things things up. Uh, things take so much time, so much money. Like it's it takes so much rigorous engineering that I think I would get really bored by that. But like say I, I really wanted it uh, anyway. Um, first of all, 
they're just not, they're, they're not just going to hire me. I, I would have to have a real degree and a really hard degree. Like yeah. not not you know computer science from some random Polish university, but like a, a really you know hardcore you know uh, you know uh, prestigious degree for like and and then PhD on top of that and things like that, right? Yeah, well, maybe not PhD, but but you get the point. Like it's it's yeah. it's really hard. And then second of all, like the the second layer of bureaucracy is uh, pretty much the only like interesting. Uh, things in 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 rocketry like if if you want to do like amazing awesome stuff in rocketry you probably really want to work at spacex which is in the u.s and the thing is that they can't hire you if you're not a u.s person no because of the u.s laws because rockets are you know precision missile technology they like they literally can't yeah that the law prohibits them from that like th- there is a way to get like a special exception, but it's like they have like maybe two dozen people like that. Like you had to be like one of the best in the world. Otherwise, you have to become a U.S. person. You, right. you don't have to be a citizen. Uh, green card is fine, but still, that means that I would have to first, um, you know, uh, to get to the path, I would probably have to get a job as a programmer because that's what I can do now in a US company probably a corporation because they can get me there easier be there exactly. for and they will do the visa and yeah, stuff be mm-hmm. there for 7 years at this point you know probably work at a at a good corporation making a lot of money because I'll need a lot of money for a good american college and you know both have a probably a full-time job and study uh so like like that's not happening so yeah, I, I, I know what you mean, but, but that's, you know, uh, that's why I'm, I'm not, um, what I'm saying is, is not, is not prescriptive. Uh, I'm just, mm-hmm. um, trying to explain, um, hopefully yeah. not just rationalize my, my decision, but just like your experience isn't, um, uh, normal, isn't usual. I, I also realize that mine isn't either. Yeah, no, exactly. And, uh, uh, like in your case, you know, you were um, like you started programming very early and and like and a lot, and then that, that that that's why we hired you so early, you know. Uh, like um, we had all, all these jokes in the company, you know, that we hired some some kid from somewhere, you know. Yeah, and I, I, I I'll start feeling old the moment when we hire someone younger than me. Exactly. So it's gonna happen, but not yet. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> um, soon. Uh, exactly. So so that's the thing. That's why that's why you know your, your example is different. And I think right now with you know with with tech jobs, so with with programming, uh, this kind of uh, uh, these kind of skills are are really required. Like I re- like almost everything becomes a computer now. So almost everywhere. Uh, uh, it, things will be connected to the internet or, or have some drivers or have some, you know, and it's, I mean, the, the software is touching almost every industry right now, if not every industry. So, uh, so programming jobs are like, are very much required. And the, the degree, the, 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 the computer science degree gives you lots of good like, basics, like lots of high maths, as we, as you mentioned before, and things like that, but it's not really up to date with what's happening because yeah. the, 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 uh, everything is moving so fast. So, you know, coding, especially in programming, coding jobs, um, th- I think this is something that uh, you, I mean, if you are good and if you want to learn and if you want to, you know, you know, take the time, uh, you can learn pretty fast without a college degree and really get a good job without a college degree because uh, uh, just people need programmers. And, and 
there are not that many programmers to be picky and say, ah, I will not hire you because you don't have a degree. <laughs> like, if you can do the job, I'm gonna, just going to just hire you right now because I really need right now. Yeah, I feel like the, there's very few jobs in which uh, you you really need to like have formal education, uh, which is like I don't know doctors and lawyers maybe, and 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 even mm-hmm. then like the um, the the exact way that that this formal teaching happens could probably be modernized both in terms of like the way you you learn because uh, just the fundamental structure of of learning in universities and in schools to me is just very flawed, um, and also like using technology. Um, like technology allows, you know, much more uh, personalized, much more efficient learning. And, and universities have, have not yet caught up uh, for the most part in, in taking advantage of that. I, re- I remember, you know, my biggest shock when I moved to Germany, you know, I was a third year student when I moved to Germany, was that in, in my university, uh, I in Poland, I um, there were three computers available for everyone to use, like three terminals, and you had to use a th- ter- terminal terminal yeah. thing. So I had to learn some Unix to be able to just use them, wow. um, and uh, and they had some few like, things, but not really, not like, really uh, lots of them. I moved to Germany, and they gave me uh, access code to the computer lab. I could use it anytime, twenty four seven. So uh, whenever I wanted to use the computer lab, I would just go there, and it was just lots of computers there. So everybody like could use them, um, and then the, yeah, you were expected to create like when you had to deliver a paper or something like this. You were expected to deliver it as a form of a paper written in uh, like in a like electronic document or even better use a powerpoint presentation to just you know and 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 present your point of view so uh, so like it like the, the shift of you know <laughs> doing papers you know by hand and things like that and you know using computers rarely to suddenly you like you wouldn't pass if you wouldn't do a, a like a modern presentation and then with lots of you know data from different places like excel and 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 you and having a computer at your disposal i mean i had my laptop anyway um but uh, I could use, you know, powerful computers in the computer lab and, you know, printing and scanning and, and, and you know, CD burning things. So it was just for me amazing that, you know, suddenly like this university uh, and in every class there was a, a, a projector. So like every, like really it was a different world, you know, I suddenly it was just, whoa, I'm in the future or in the present. <laughs> but but that's not enough. That that's only using technology in ways that that still like fits the the paradigm that fits the mentality that was already there. Not using technology in ways that that changes it. So like you you'd still have your 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 regular like lectures and and exams I I suppose, right? And yeah. Like it's it's really interesting to me how I don't know, I've been playing um a lot with um stuff like I don't know, like there's there's Khan Academy, there's um, uh, what's it called, uh, Duolingo. Like the, there are interesting ways in which you can use. Um, oh, and of course, um, space repetition learning. What I mentioned yeah. a number of episodes ago. We'll put the link in the show notes about like the way I, I was studying um, English English words. Mm-hmm. Right, like it's it's not uh, you know like a complete shift in 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 the focus of like where and, and how you learn. You uh, where you you can like learn from like um like prepackaged material on your own uh, pace and then like you use technology to uh to to check what you know and and for the technology to then guide you with what's next right so like if if, if you just have a textbook and a, a a lecture that like it's the lecture is going at its own pace like that's 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 pretty that's pretty terrible 
because like everyone has their own their own needs. And the problem is that you know in the universities, uh, what I my, again I studied in three different universities, so I have a kind of picture of, of, of how this plays out. And it's not about just universities or the countries that where they where they were, but the professors. Like the level of the professors is is like it's it's it just goes like on, on like the whole map. Like really you have very often, unfortunately, you have a situation where some when somebody uh, graduates cannot find a job on the market and stays at the university, you know, and then lectures, you know, Mm -hmm. so you're getting lectures from person who couldn't get a job, right? And then now he's teaching you stuff, right? I mean, seriously, what does he have to teach if he wasn't there out there, you know, fighting for this and and, and applying this in real world? So, so this is one of the, one of the problems. Um, like, I, ha- I had some professors who were, um, uh, especially in Germany, who were, for example, people who were very successful in their fields. Like the one of one of them, for example, was a very successful banker. He was like he was working at, at, at different banks for thirty years, and as as a, as a like as a pinnacle of his career, he decided I'm going to be a professor now. I'm going to teach yeah. all I know about banking. So like this is perfect. You have a guy who's who's like who's been through everything, you know, as uh, in banking. So he knows about finance. I mean, if he doesn't know about finance, I mean, who knows then, right? Yeah. So it was it was for me an amazing experience, like to see this, you know, to have this guy teaching me finance, you know, <laughs> and 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 then um, and another thing is that sometimes you have professors who are trying to do unorthodox things to teach you stuff. Uh, so for, for example, this very professor was teaching us uh, how stock market works, and we were actually playing on the real stock market with fake money, mm. you know, and then. Yeah. And and so it was lots of fun, but then we realized how this works. You know what are the you know what's what's impacting this talk uh, and and things like that. So it was it was really cool. And then we have professors. I had professors, for example. So as you said, who had you know one book which they wrote, and you had oh, to yeah. basically learn this book by heart. Yeah, if you yeah. would just say something which was not in this book, you would fail. So like seriously, <laughs> you know, I, I I remember this exam when I was asked a question, I answered it, and he said wrong, it's not in, uh, wrong, and I was like, really wrong. Or it's just not in your book, because if you think about it, do you? I mean, do you really think that what I just said is wrong? Well, it's not that wrong, but it's not in my book. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. So it's, it's they just go all over the place. See, I I I could not live like that. I could not tolerate. <laughs> like it's just like I would explode in this moment. <laughs> well, I almost did. <laughs> I almost did. <laughs> no, I wanted I, to punch the guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you, you didn't in the end. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and in in Poland at least that that very rarely happens because the the incentives are, are just not there. I mean, working as a as a, as a um, college professor is, is not a particularly um, interesting or a, a, a awesome job. Like, so it, it's like m- most of um, professors are. Are what are, are, are what you said? Like uh, they, you know, it just so happened that they're a professor. They wrote their own book, and that's what it is. Or they, they're a pro- they, they're teaching because they they couldn't, you know, they're not actually good enough to to do their real work. And there's a rare breed of of people who 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 teach because they're, you know, they they are in the field, but but they are genuinely um, into teaching. And then yeah. there, it's extremely rare to find someone who's actually really good at at what they do, but they decided to to teach. Um, I feel like in in the US, um, there, there's more professors which are like top of their field, but that's probably only on like the 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 top uh, 
colleges anyway, and the U.S. has its own problems because higher education is ridiculously expensive. Yeah, so exactly, exactly. So the U.S. education, higher education, is very expensive. Whereas, for example, in Poland and in Germany, I was studying for free. Yeah. So uh, and in Spain as well. Uh, well, now you have to pay something. But uh, when I was studying, it was all free. So uh, it was good. No, the thing is, the thing is, for example, that U.S. Uh, U.S. universities, as far as I know, are more market oriented because they well they 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 charge lots of money but they also invest in them you know like in the market you know related stuff so um so this is one thing and this and i see this changing a little bit right now because i have a few friends who are uh, you know in, in as professors or kind of professors in the universities right now in poland even this is kind of changing but the the problem is that still the structure is so old like the, the like the way to become a professor you have to just pay your dues so much that you have to be really in passionate about teaching to stay there you know even the best teachers i had in in the polish university like we're doing things against almost the system yeah, you know yeah. to be able to teach the way they wanted to teach and and this was painful to see you know because i i saw the guy he had lots of passion and he was good he was trying to do like to approach things differently but then the system that you know with the old school you know professors uh, uh, like above him was was just was just not you know enabling him, him this and i don't see anything enabling uh, what what i what i said before like what happened in germany that you would become top of your game in, in on the market and you would want to become a professor and, and and they would make it easy for you to do to do it no they would <laughs> they would tell you to i don't know pay your dues again you know they would just humiliate you basically to 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 become a professor and 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 i don't think if if you if you would you would do it you would do it and i think this is how it's supposed to be it's like with judges you know like but but this is a different story it's like with judges judges should be the most experienced lawyers ever yeah. so that they, they they should become judges not a young judge just for out of school like this is ridiculous and it's the same thing with the, with professors they should be experienced people who right now want to pass what they've learned this makes most sense, but it's not really happening that much. Yeah, and I, I feel like um, universities should should change like on a fundamental level to like create a, a whole different culture of what it what it means to be a university, what it means to be a a college professor, right? Because like um, I mean, in in the in the US, it's slightly different than like if you're MIT and you also have lots of money to f- you know to throw at you know, great professors, you can get like the best people teaching. Uh, that's different, but like that, that's, you, it's impossible to do that um, everywhere. Uh, so like if, if you, if you can't necessarily um, attract the best people in, in fields to, to teach with lots of money, because like, again, that's, that's unfeasible. Um, it, it should just become something that, that people want to do that. It's like, that is a decision of you know okay I spent you know twenty years in this field and you know I'll I will make less money being a professor but you know it exactly. I, I can live on that but like look at how amazing it is to be a professor like what an opportunity to to teach young people and what a great job and like right now very few people will will think that uh, some like really passionate people will um, but but it's rare because it's just not appealing at all yeah I mean this one what I wanted to say is that you don't need to pay lots of money to have really good people teaching. You, but, but as you said, you know, if somebody was successful, they have all the money they need. They, if you give them a good salary, like a decent salary, they will be fine. They, they will because they have all these savings and everything from their, you know, big, you know, high-profile career which they had before. Uh, but 
but don't put you know <laughs> don't put obstacles in front in, in their way to yeah. become professor to 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 teach you know, help them convert to a professor and to convert to a good professor and and give them the skills to really you know pass the knowledge that you have uh, onto the uh, you know younger generation and uh, this is how it's so it's supposed to be i think yeah th this really reminds me of of the the whole um we discussed this before in terms of uh, in the context of of nosby the the story of um david and, and goliath and and the asymmetric uh, competition like like um you know i being from from poland I don't see that happening anytime soon, but I wish it did because we, if we can't compete with, you know, all the MITs of the world on, on money, we, we could compete by just, you know, outsmarting them and like creating a, a much better system that just, you know, that's a systemic problem. You create a, a, a better structure, a better system and better results will, will arise. And like, um, wouldn't it, it be wonderful to, to, uh, if, if people like in, in the, wider world we're like oh i wish you know universities in you know spain or x were as good as in poland right because like th this is in theory feasible feasible in, in the sense that it's it's not it's not just about money um but it's not happening it's about mindset and uh, like what we see happening like again in our field no office like the companies still have a problem like trusting their employees and you know treating them as adults and and um, uh, trusting they would do their work even if they're not in the office uh, in their on their you know sitting uh, on their chairs so uh, this is this is what i noticed also as a student um, and and you said my story is different because many um students were not incentivized to think out of the box, to do different things. No, they were incentivized to go by the rule book mm. because only then you would just pass, you'll get your grades, everything would be fine, you will have your three three months vacation then, and then you come back and you do everything as, as, as the professor says, you know, and then you have, you have the, 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 these professors which, which you know, just, just you know, uh, learn my, my book by, by heart and you will be fine. So, uh, so this, the, like, I, I saw many, many like uh, like the the, the 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 situation that I told you about uh, with my friend. I saw very often, uh, you know, people from my university, you know, spending so much time in the library learning these, you know, things and not learning anything new, not not trying to get out of the, their comfort zone, but learning to get the best grades out of just what they were you know, given in the, in, in, in the university. And and uh, and then later they are applying for a job and they have no experience whatsoever in, in like uh, doing the college of, of doing things outside of their, 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 their spec. They just have, no, I just got a degree and I got, I don't know, very good grades. Nice, but what, what else did you do? <laughs> and then, then, then the employer is like, okay, so you're boring and you're not actually, you know, so, so you know, it's uh, like, Students are not incentivized to think out of the out of the outside of the box because they are incentivized to be like these cogs in the industry. Like they, mm -hmm. again, we come we come back to the same structure that, that we see in the companies that we are trying to change with Nosby and with you know our no office ways. And the same thing happens in the university that, that you know the incentive is not there to be to be different to be you know apart from partying, which is also is always incentivized. Uh, <laughs> anything else is is standard. <laughs> yeah, I think the analogy to to the way we we try to do things differently at, at Nasby is a perfect one because again it's not about money we don't we don't have a VC we don't we have limited resources um, but yeah we managed to to make a hopefully compelling product and you know there's obviously more in the works uh, <laughs> <laughs> and 
when you're talking about attracting professors, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm clearly aware that I could, you know, go find a job in Silicon Valley and make a lot more money than, uh, than I can get here, Michael. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's, it's just like, it will be very difficult for, for them, like outside of throwing money at me to, uh, to make it compelling for me because of everything else other than, than the money. Like you, you pass a certain threshold for which I, I know I just, I don't have to worry about money much. And everything else becomes more, uh, more important. Like uh, uh, the, you know, the lifestyle. The, yeah, the lifestyle, the ability to work from home, to work on interesting things, to, on the product that you genuinely care about, to, uh, you know, keep changing like hats and pick up different things, different skills. Which, again, I'm a generalist that works for me. Like, you know, <laughs> how many companies offer that? And it's it's not hard to imagine um, universities or a university somewhere um, trying to be like that. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and again, like with you know reasonable but limited resources, uh, just making a difference and standing out. Yeah, exactly. Just you know, attracting these kind of you know cool professors who uh, who you know if you give them reasonable salary so not really you don't buy them you just give them reasonable salary but you give them different ways you know different different more autonomy more uh, you know you give them more playground to, yeah. to, to really you know teach people people differently uh, you would attract them totally different uh, it's like um I just yeah, the other day I was I was interviewed by by a journalist about our TGIF policy mm. and then he was attacking me like crazy like you know ah, this can't be true you're just you know apparently he wanted to prove me that I'm just a stupid idiot who's just you know who has like a bunch of people who just don't want to work and, and so so instead of just you know uh, uh, pushing them to work more I just decided to have just give up give up on these guys and just give them Friday free you know so so like like it was so hard for me you know to convince him that you know it's a different paradigm we're trying to build something different here you know and then and, and, and treat people a little bit different and we have a different you know perspective here you know listen to our past episodes that man you know of TGIF so it was yeah it's always like you you, you challenge and I, I hope more universities would do that would, would, would have you know deans who would be thinking out of the box and trying to challenge and to really think about the students because sometimes my impression was that the university would function perfectly if there were no students there (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) because the students get in the way all the time you know they get in the way they are just you know they're a bunch of you know children that just cannot do stuff so like a university without students would be just so much more productive (laughs) but then again what is the university for? On who is the university for? Uh, right. <laughs> All right. So this is just the the tip of the iceberg. I have so many more thoughts about this, like a really long run in the making. Uh, one last thing I, I will mention, uh, I guess, homework <laughs> uh, is um, there's this book by Seth Godin. Uh, Stop Stealing Dreams that's very relevant to our discussion on education Uh, it's a free PDF so I'll just link to it Um, Mm -hmm. and we'll continue next week